yesterday uh, of the march in France, but they've had them all over the world. Really amazing. You know, all this time we've wondered, well, you know, what's it going to take to get everyone awake? And I really think this jab and all the news that we've been spreading about how how this is so dangerous and this was intentional and all of that, that that, that is definitely woken up, awakened the people. It's very, very exciting days we're living in. I'm Melissa Red Pill of the World. This is the Freedom Force Battalion. If you're new, I'm so glad you're here because we look at how this is biblical. Literally, this is what the Lord promised. It's very good news. Don't be afraid. Don't let anyone freak you out. Um, today is Sunday, August 1st. And so um, I, I like on Saturday, on Sundays to really focus more on how this is biblical. We're going to look at some of the news but we're also specifically going to look how this is uh, what God has promised and what we're seeing that's really being played out before our eyes is, is what God said in his word. He's gave us so many clues. And so it all, it all makes sense now. It's really very, very fun just to watch all of that. So yes, so here we go. My laptop is acting ridiculous today. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through this video. It's really going slow. So I don't know what's going to happen. But for those of you who are new, this is the book that I wrote. I've been a missionary for the past uh, 10 years and uh, I've been teaching God's word for 35. I've done 900 scripture songs, making making little jingles out of God's word. And so I wrote this, I compiled all of this when I began to realize that it's end times for them and a beginning of a thousand years of peace for us. It's the beginning of days of health and wealth and peace. And they, they misled us on what the, um, the revelation is about. And so that's my role in this is to help the specifically those who've been frightened and thinking they need to pack their bags uh, because we're living on a, on a rapture. We're not leaving. We're not leaving. That's actually that verse right there is about really about um uh, the after the thousand years of peace, when we will get a new body to match the new heavens and the new earth. Anyway, check out my uh, playlist right here. Here's Freedom Force Battalion. Here you'll see um, this uh, pl these playlists right here. So where it says videos. Yes, you see how my laptop is acting silly. Um, so there's videos right there, and if you click on it which I don't know if it's going to let me do it, but um, yeah, you see playlists and I have playlists in there of revelation and 
how this is biblical and all that literally 500 videos that I've been doing since April, 2018. And here is uh, the book that I wrote End times and a thousand years of peace on, um, and it's on Amazon. So let me just go to another screen. Cause I don't even know. <laughs> I really don't know if they're going to be able to get through this video. So I wanted to read to you guys, not uh, Psalm 91. Y'all be in prayer for my laptop. <laughs> I may have to go get a new laptop. Um, those who live in the shelter of the most high will find rest in the shadow of the almighty. Yes, the Lord is an, an amazing uh, shelter for us, but we have to take advantage of it. We have to actually shelter in him. We have to actively put our trust in him um, or otherwise we're, we're missing out on the benefits. And, and it's, it's up to you. <laughs> You're totally free. You can be miserable. If you want to, the Lord is not going to make you be filled with joy. He's not going to make you, but the, it's there for the taking if you, if you want to. So that's one of the reasons people are always loving coming on my channel because they know that, I mean, you look back 500 videos and I'm not ever just freaking out. I'm just always saying, okay, Lord's got this. No matter what happens, we we know that the Lord has, is in control and that this is the plan. This is the, this is the, this is his promise and that nothing can stop what is coming because it's biblical. This is literally what he promised for thousands of years would happen. And so we're here. We're here. Are we there yet? Yes, we're here. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. If you have to say that 15 times a day, Lord, I trust you. No matter what happens, I trust you. Just keep saying it until you feel it, right? And so there's just, I will just tell you this, if you will just stay away from a lot of the, the crazy talk out there, the mainstream media, but also there's some, there's plenty in the in the patriot movement. I was here listening to something yesterday. I'm like, I cannot believe that people are actually, it's, it's a widely listened to person. I'm not going to say the name, but just like, really, people are really buying into this. It's just like, and then it's, uh, yeah, yeah, we've got to stand on truth and really think, think and ask the Lord. He promised to guide us into all truth and don't be uh, snookered into some kind of crazy talk. I mean, it really makes our movement look like we're, yeah, lunatics. <laughs> but I know the reason is because we're all trying to, you know, look for hope here or look for hope there. Well, let's look for hope in the Lord and in what he has promised in his word. And that's why I'm so glad you are here. And uh, thank you for all that you do to share all this information. Anyway, he alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. I trust what he, he will lead me into this truth. That's why it's so important to know the word because then you're not as easily duped. So just be in his word for he will rescue from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrows, arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness or the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side and though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. Now, I was talking to my mom because, you know, there are, she knows of different people who have died. Well, part of that is because they have foolishly listened to people that we should not put our trust in. And again, that's where I say, listen to the Lord speaking in your heart and, and don't be led by fear. 
this is what this psalm is really all about is you know he will be our protection he will be our armor and and um as i i've just posted on my on the 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 freedom force battalion telegram that you know if you we either put our trust in him and he will keep his promises or we put our trust in the mainstream media or we put our trust in people who've proven themselves to be liars, or we put our trust in the people in white lab coats, and then we'll expect them to keep their promises. But don't <laughs> put your trust in them and follow them and then expect the Lord to keep his side of the bargain. It's a covenant promise. It's an if-then statement. If we put our trust in him and follow him, then he will protect us. If we go out in the middle of the street and you know do something stupid, He's like, don't do that. <laughs> that was dumb. Uh, you know, they may fall behind by your side. Um, there was an amazing man in the Old Testament. His name was Methuselah. He lived to be 969 years old. And so, you know, the thing is, I'm sure that there were people who died on his right and his left. All of his, you know, he's like, I told you don't don't eat that. I told you don't drink that. I told you don't you know do that. And they did it and they died and he kept going. He just kept going and going and going and going. And really, I think that's what the, the millennial kingdom is about is we're uh, we're going to have uh, the, the healing. We're going to have the clean water. We're going to have the good food. We're going to have all these things. And it's just up to each person to make their own decisions to not listen to the to these doctors who are clearly untrustworthy, right? So if you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. you. No evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so that you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Don't even stub your toe. You will trample upon lions and cobras on serpents. Remember that song that I'm always playing? I love that song. You know, it, we're, it says we're, we're, we're fighting snakes. We really are. We're trampling them under our feet. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I'll protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. The great news about this promise is it's not dependent upon our IQ. <laughs> it's not dependent upon that we are wealthy or smarter than somebody else or anything else. It's just that we call upon the Lord. You ask the Lord. And I've, I've, I guess I'll say this now. The, uh, there's There have been three different events that, you know, that have happened in my life and my family's life that I can think of just right off the top of my head that I called on the Lord. I said, Lord, you know, the answer I've asked you now to give me the answer, guide me into this, into the answer and don't let me make any, any dumb moves. Okay. Just protect me. And, and, you know, he knows that this, this is a maze that we're going through. One was a situation where I hurt my foot. I hurt my foot. And it hurt so bad. And I, and I was you know, hobbling along. I'm like, I can't, you know, but I don't want to go to a doctor and have them cut on me. Right. So I asked the Lord and I waited on his answer. And I'm just waiting until I, you know, here's something that in my heart, I know this is the direction to go in. And so it turns out I was sitting next to a girl in an airplane of all things. And 
she was, uh, her name was Yael, as in J.L. Uh, uh, from Deborah, the, the Deborah, the great uh, story about Deborah. Anyway, so we talked and she turns out she is a chiropractor, which people give the chiropractors a, a bad rap, but I'm telling you, they, they work on people and they, they find treatments for people without using a scalpel. I like that idea. Anyway, so I said, you know, we were talking on the plane, this and that and the other. And uh, uh, so she told me about this treatment and I can't remember the name of it, but it's where they take these little, little blades. It's not sharp. It's not, it's just like a little, um, like a little butter knife. And they, and they go back and forth and back and forth on your plantar fascia, uh, plantar fasciitis, whatever they call it. And next thing you know, it was, it was fine. I haven't had head surgery or anything like that. You know, I'm not saying that sometimes surgery is not necessary. Don't get me wrong. Just the point is maybe we don't have to have surgery. Maybe let's just see. Anyway. So that was one answer. Another one you I've got, I've told you guys about before that I was terribly dizzy, terribly dizzy. I'm like, Lord, you know, the answer guide me to this answer. Turns out he sent me to <laughs> this girl who had had the same thing. And she was told she had cancer. And she didn't have cancer any more than a billy goat. And so she did, she, she had gone through these treatments and then she realized that all she had was these calcium deposits in her inner ear and she needed to do the Epley maneuver. And that's what helped to save my husband. When we're over in Florida, I think that, that when we rode on the airplane, it changed, it it did something on his his inner ear, the, 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 you know, the cabin pressure and all that, when we flow the air on the airplane. And so it moved some of these calcium deposits. So that's how I helped to you know solve the problem for me and solve the problem for my husband. Likely this could help you too. It's called the E-P-L-E-Y maneuver. It just eases those uh, calcium deposits out of your inner ear. How did I find this out? Because I asked the Lord, I said, you're my shelter. You are the one who can uh, solve this. And so I uh, guide me to the answer. Right. And so there was that, you know, of course, now I detox with the sodium chloride, which I've told you about on the freedomforce.live slash health page. So the calcium deposits don't, uh, don't um, accumulate in our bodies. And so I haven't had any more dizzy spells once I did that. And I didn't have to go through cancer treatments. Jesus have mercy. And then and you guys all know the story about my mom. You know, we were desperate. My mother was in terrible, horrible, excruciating pain. I was on three opioids a day. We're like, Lord, please, you know the answer. And the Lord, again, again, is faithful. And he guided us. He guided us to this wonderful answer with prescribinglife.com. I've told you about that. Oh, I cannot wait. I've got more things to tell you. People are literally going who've been in years and years and years of like in a wheelchair. They're going over there and she is helping them and they had their lives back. I mean, it is, it brings me to tears when the doctors have basically given up hope for them because they've gotten them in such a terrible situation that they're just like, well, great. We got them right where we, <laughs> yay. Some of these people are really, truly evil. Okay. I forget the white lab coat. The fact that they've gone to, to school, that's basically gotten them stupider and stupider, <laughs> dumber and dumber the every minute that they were in school with that stupid Masonic, you know, uh, cap that they wear to graduate. Anyway, there's uh, guys out of wheelchairs, people walking. It's like, it's like Jesus time. (laughs) It's just the amazing thing. So my point is this to tell you, oh, and I got to tell you this, my grandfather, while I'm on this subject, my grandfather was, I get it straight from him. My grandfather was not someone who cared at all for doctors. They had, he'd had an injury and they had 
cut off his arm. He had to learn how to write with his left hand and do everything with one arm from that day forward. And so he had a, uh, another injury and they said, oh, we're going to have to cut off your leg. He said, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. My grandfather literally, he had a hole in his knee and a hole in his ankle and he poured hydrogen. I think it was hydrogen peroxide, something. I think it was hydrogen down through there and cleansed it from the infection, <clears throat> the infection and, and saved his leg. This is my family. This is, this is my stock that I'm from. Listen to the Lord. He will guide you on what you need to do for your family, for your health, for your safety, all this. Let's just listen. Have the Lord as our shelter. Okay. I did not mean to get off on all that, but I'm, I'm glad I said it. I've, I've been meaning to tell you those things. And so let's keep going because I've got so much more to tell you. Here is an amazing story. From Genesis chapter 18, this is when um, the Lord was going to judge uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. And so they, the, the stories that they tell that when you get a little more expanded information in the book of Jasher, it's talking about how these people, if you went into this city, you would not make it out alive. I mean, and they would just, the things that would happen to you while you were there were horrible and they would take everything from you. And it just, it, it was just like demonic, just the, the demon town. Okay. It was more than their sexual perversion. Yes, it was that, but it was, it was just anything horrible and maddening that you could think of. It, just pity the fool that happened upon this town. So, um, it was, it was this fancy town lot lived in it. And, and, and Abraham had lived in tents because he's like, I'm not living in that city. I'm not living. I'm not, I, I'll just live in a tent. I'll be, you know, I'm just not going to be a part of this evil society, this evil culture. So, you know, it may be that sometimes we say, you know what, I don't have to live in this fancy house. I can, I'll just live, you know, you know, more simply because I don't want to risk my health working for this company or whatever it is. Okay. So just again, with the listening to the Lord, and that was what Abraham was so, so good at. So this was an amazing uh, story that these angels came and one was the Lord, the pre-incarnate Christ. He, the came, and this is Genesis chapter 18. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but anyway. Um, so anyway, I guess I better. Okay. So th they came over. And so Abraham knew immediately these were, these were not regular people. These were, these were messengers from the Lord. And so he hurries says, Sarah, Sarah, make a dinner for them. And so they sit under this tree, they're eating their meal. And so they were about to get up and go. And Abraham uh, went to, to tell them goodbye. And he said, should I hide my plan from Abraham? The Lord asked. This is the Lord, the Lord Jesus, pre-incarnate Christ. For Abraham will certainly become a great and mighty nation and all the nations will be blessed through him. I have singled him out so that he will direct his sons and their families to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just. Then I will do for Abraham all that I have promised. So the Lord told Abraham, I've heard a great outcry from Sodom and Gomorrah because their sin is so flagrant. I'm going to down to see if their actions are as wicked as I have heard. If not, I want to know. Well, the Lord clearly knows what's been going on. And the people have been praying and crying out to the Lord, rescue us from this evil. And I'm going to show you something here in a minute about what's going on in China and likely other places. But anyway, yeah, that, that the Lord has heard. The Lord has heard these cries of ours and of people all over the world. And the Lord is going to destroy them, the, the ones who've been doing this. So the Lord told Abraham, so the men, other men turned and headed towards Sodom, but the Lord remained with Abraham. He says, Abraham, uh, will you sweep? Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. And so Abraham approached him and said, will you sweep away both the righteous and the wicked? 
Of course, the Lord would not do that. Suppose you find 50 people, righteous people living there in the city. Will you still sweep it away and not spare it for their sakes? If you find 50? And the Lord said, surely I, you, uh, I'm sorry. I keep messing up. Sorry about that. Abraham said, surely you wouldn't do such a thing, destroying the righteous along with the wicked, while you'd be treating the righteous and the wicked exactly the same. Surely you wouldn't do that. Surely should not the judge of all the earth do what is right? Don't have to worry about the Lord doing what is right. But anyway, the, Abraham was was uh, had a, a great relationship with the Lord. And so he prayed and he was pleading on behalf of these people. The Lord replied, if I find 50 righteous people in Sodom, I will spare the city, the entire city for their sake. So Abraham spoke again, since I've begun, let me speak further, my Lord, even though I am but dust and ashes, suppose there are only 45 righteous people rather than 50. Would you destroy the whole city for lack of five? The Lord said, I will not destroy it for if I find 45 righteous people there. So what is he talking about righteous? Before I go on, what is he talking about righteous? You know, it's not that just that the people don't participate in the evil. That's not righteous. Righteous is when someone fights against it. Right. And I'm going to show you Yair Bolsonaro here in just a second. And you're going to flip. He's just such a righteous man. Our president is a righteous man. Um, So many patriots are righteous because they're fighting against them. If someone is just, you know, kind of hiding in the corner, they're not doing the evil. That's not righteous. That's just kind of medium. <laughs> That's just like what the Lord says, I'm, you know, we know they're hot nor cold. I want to spew you out of my mouth, vomit you out of my mouth. So righteous is where someone stands up, speaks out and fights. Okay. So back to my story. Then Abraham pressed his request further. Suppose they're only 40. <laughs> Can you believe Abraham? Please don't be angry, my Lord. Abraham pleaded. Let me speak. Suppose only 30 righteous people are found. The Lord says, I will not destroy it if I find 30. Then Abraham said, since I've dared to speak to the Lord, let me continue. Since Suppose there are only 20. The Lord replied, then I will not destroy it for the sake of the 20. Finally, Abraham said, Lord, please don't be angry with me if I speak one more time. Suppose only 10 are found there. Of course, he knows that his nephew, Lot, and his family are there in this town. And he knows about the wickedness, but maybe he doesn't know. He hasn't been like right up on it. Because sometimes we don't think it's that big of a deal until we see it's right on in front of our face. And we're just like, then we're, we're sick about it. Right. Anyway. So the Lord said, I will not destroy it for the sake of the 10. When the Lord had finished his conversation with Abraham, he went on his way and Abraham returned to his tent. So now the Lord goes down to, uh, to Sodom and Gomorrah and couldn't find 10. Now, Maybe there were 10 who didn't participate, but again, there were not 10 who would stand up and speak out. Yes, it would be a daunting thing. Yes, it would be a, a, fear, a scary thing. But the point is, if you don't speak out, it's curtains. You've, you've got to stand up and they would not. So I wanted you to hear that story because I wanted you to know about what's happening with Yair Bolsonaro down in, um, in uh, Brazil. And I can't, I'm going to, I'm going to open this, but it's all in Spanish. So you're not going to be able to understand it, but I want you to go to watch it and to listen to it because basically what he's doing, let's see if I can get this to click. 
Um, what he is doing is he is trying to get these people off their duffs and where they will stand up and speak out. These people have been that he's talking to are the ones who've been elected. And he says, I'm standing here all by myself. I'm, I'm, I've got a big target on my, on my behind because I'm the one who's speaking out against all of this. And so the question is, are you going to stand up and speak out with me? Because, you know, that's why you were elected. The people want someone who will stand up and speak out. And, and, and he says, I don't really care anything about, okay, here we go. I don't even care anything about my, my, my position. I don't care anything about it. The only reason I'm in this position is to fight for the people. So what, you know, what good is this position if, if I don't do what I'm, what I'm called here to do? And he's, he's trying to talk some sense into these people. To, to tell them, you know, be, be courageous and, and, and I'm standing up. So, you know, you got to stand up too. And I understand it's a daunting thing. It's a fearful thing to, to do it. But <laughs> the thing is when you have like on the, uh, look at that, look at this laptop. Anyway, I'll just have to just do it another time. That's ridiculous. All right. So just like all those people who are marching in the streets in France, you've got, you know, when, when you have all these people who finally stand up and, and do that, it gets, it's, it gets easier the more people who stand up, okay? So that's why he's trying to get people to, to, to do this. I got to tell you this funny story. Years ago, years ago, I'll never forget it, I guess, and, and my sister Donald will remember, we're on a vacation and we were in this, um, there was a, this, we were, went to this dance and everyone is sitting in these chairs, and they're not dancing. No one is dancing. And this man is standing up there pleading with someone. Someone, oh, we've got to, we're going to do the Virginia reel. It's going to be so fun. And I've got the music and the hair. Let's do it. And let's go. And nobody would get up. Nobody would do anything. Look at this laptop. Then no one would do anything. They would just sit there and, and just look at him. And he's, nobody would stand up. It was just dumb. It was like, why are we here to do the dance if no one is going to stand? They're all sitting in the chairs. It was dumb. So my sister and I went to down the hall a little bit and she's like, we're both like, this is so dumb. What is, why are we, why are we here if no one's going to do anything? <laughs> so, so my, so my sister, so we said, let's go, let's go, let's go out there because this man is just, this is dumb. So I start walking out and I, I start, I'll go out there to dance with the man. I look around. My sister didn't come with me. <laughs> she didn't, so I'm just out there with this man. Like we're going to do the Virginia reel. just the two of us. Well, all of a sudden that somehow broke the ice and everybody uh, <laughs> was funny. I wish I had a video of that. But anyway, um, that was way before cameras. But yeah, so uh, the, the, now everyone got up and we did the Virginia reel and it was so fun. It was so much fun once everybody just got off their behinds. And so it was just funny. Um, every time that I, I would, I remember I would, I would come around to him and now he would you know, like swing your partner. He was like swinging me around. He was so glad that somebody had the gumption to just stand up anyway. All right. So now back to this, back to this. All right. So this is something that, that, uh, uh um, that, uh, Bannon posted yesterday. And so you've, you know, you've got to hear it. You've got to hear it. I posted all this on Freedom Force Battalion Telegram. And so this is horrible, horrible. Um, basically, and this, I don't know if you know if I can get this thing to play. Let me see if I can. Basically, um, the people of China are, there are people who, who follow this religion called the Falun. I can't remember the name of it, but anyway, they are, they are, are eat healthy food. They do healthy lifestyle. They don't smoke. They don't drink. They are, um, 
they are just, you know, just living their lives in a, in a very wholesome way. They are very peaceful, um, just really great people. And so, that they are joining together. And I have a feeling that behind this is that they are actually, you know, fighting the government behind it. But this, none of this on this video has any evidence of that. Okay. But they're all being, they're all being arrested. This was way back from even back to 2012, they're being arrested. And so when they're in these, these prisons, they, 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 they figure out what, their blood type is, all their medical condition, all of that. And so basically the quote elite are putting in orders for body parts. It's, it's the more, it's the most evil thing you ever heard of in the world, you know, back in the day, maybe they weren't able to do all of this, but now, you know, there's no waiting. We can, Oh, you need a liver. We can get you one in like four hours. You know, it's, it's, it is evil to the max. So I want you to make sure to join in with them and try to help spread this information. I, I shared several of them on the telegram today, um, but this, and it goes into uh, several videos where it shows how um, that, how, you know, what this group is about and, and how to, um, how you can join in to stop it. Yeah, this is not working. <laughs> My laptop's not doing, but yeah, it is a, uh, it is extremely evil what they are doing. All right, so I'm gonna just have to move on from that because it's just taking too long. For over three decades, the People's Republic of China has been accused of harvesting the organs of its own citizens by force. The victims are killed in the process and their organs are used in transplant operations. This organ trafficking is a human rights abuse that affects all of us. What is forced organ harvesting in China? How does it differ from transplant systems in other countries? And what evidence is there that it's taking place? Most countries have a voluntary donation system. Recipients wait for an organ to become available, sometimes for three or four years. When a donor dies, the best matched person on the waiting list is rushed to the hospital to receive their transplant. China has a very different system with reverse matching. Recipients pay for an organ to be made available. A prisoner who is the best match for the paying recipient is chosen from a large pool of detainees. The prisoner is then killed and their organs extracted for transplantation. Transplants for organs such as hearts, livers and kidneys are scheduled in advance and performed in a matter of weeks. It is not possible for an ethical organ donation system to provide transplants on demand. For years, there has been controversy over whether prisoners of conscience are being killed for organs. An independent People's Tribunal, chaired by Sir Geoffrey Nice QC, was formed to assess all available evidence. After 12 months, including five days of public hearings, the China Tribunal concluded that forced organ harvesting has been committed for years throughout China on a significant scale. Falun Gong practitioners have been one and probably the main source of organ supply. And the vulnerability of the Uyghurs to being used as a bank of organs is also obvious. To understand how this atrocity began, we need to go back to the late 1970s when Chinese surgeons began transplanting organs from death row prisoners, a practice that was widely condemned. 
1994, Human Rights Watch reported three key findings. Political offenders and other nonviolent criminals were being used as sources for organs. Chinese doctors participated in pre-execution medical tests and matching of prisoners with recipients, often on a first-paid, first-served basis. And executions were deliberately mishandled to ensure that prisoners were not yet dead when their organs were removed. All right. So this is what really the vaccine chip is for, is to let them know the database of your you know, availability for your organs. It's basically a, a, something that will tell them what is the status of your organs so that they can, they can say, oh, well, we'll kill you. Seriously. Seriously, that's this is what human trafficking really is. It's it's has many fa uh, faces. One is the sacrifice. One is the adrenochrome. One is the the perversion. But there's organ harvesting. It's just human bodies, whatever you can get out of them. And it says this in the book of Revelation. I go into this in the book uh, and times in a thousand years of peace. I go into what is this this uh, organ harvesting? What um, so what is what are these human bodies that is talking about that they sell all these valuable goods and one of them is human bodies. All right. So my laptop is not going to participate. All right. So next we I want to show you something, if it will do it, uh, of the Stu Peters show where he's talking about the blood um, and, and what's happened once this once people have taken this vaccine, what happens to the blood? Let's see if this is going to play. And Dr. Jane Ruby came and she was explaining what's happening to the blood. Clinton, Obama, Gates, uh, Pelosi, all of them on the bottom. You can step on these snakes all day long, a real sense of satisfaction. But the new one, stepping on the deadly sins, uh, it's all about the support of God. And you can find that brand new sock over at StepOnSocks.com. Make sure that you Stu Peters right now when you go to StepOnSocks.com. Well, the Stu Peters show broke the first reports of the contents of these shots, specifically Pfizer, then AstraZeneca. And that rumble video has now been seen well over a million times. I say that not as a pat on the back and I'm not boasting. I'm actually thankful. I say that to illustrate that people really want to know what's being pushed into their bloodstream, what's being uh, pushed throughout their bodies, how they're being misled. And we have actually kind of been forced to become our own medical investigators as we've come to the understanding that zombies in lab coats cannot be trusted, do not have our best interests in mind, do not consider our medical freedom to be of any concern or priority, and are willing to just arbitrarily jab anyone that walks or stumbles into their office or clinic. Well, today we're here to answer specific questions, and Dr. Ruby is here with another bombshell report. UK doctors now have indisputable proof showing exactly what these shots are doing to your blood. And she joins us now. Dr. Jane Ruby, thank you so much for being here. So there are many reports, Dr. Ruby, documented in theirs, in my inbox. My DMs are flooded with questions. People are having jab remorse. They're feeling tired, weak, mentally clouded, dizzy. What are these shots doing to people's blood? Well, Sue, this is this truly is a bombshell. Uh, this is the first that I've seen uh, blood uh, examination of blood under a regular microscope. These pictures come to us from Dr. Philippe Van Welbergen. He's a 40 year uh, physician uh, with experience uh, in the UK, and he has taken it upon himself 
to take his patients who have come to him with complaints and illnesses from the jab that he does not recommend. And he's taken a look at their blood uh, under a, a microscope in what's called a blood smear. Let me just share with, with the audience what a blood smear is. Um, your blood is taken like it normally is for any kind of analysis uh, out of your arm, a vein, and into a tube. And then they take some of the blood uh, a bit of a sample and they put it on a, uh, a specially treated glass plate and then they look at it under the microscope. What Dr. Van Welbergen has found and he has shared these pictures and I believe it's the first time we've seen them uh, is that uh, I, I've and I've provided a photo for us to look at uh, to your producers. When you're looking at this particular picture, it is a side-by-side, -side, uh, under um, same magnification under the microscope. Uh, on the left, you see healthy, normal blood from a person who has not been injected with any of these uh, materials, any of these quote-unquote vaccines. And you see these are red blood cells. Uh, they're nice and round. They have a, a dark center that's very normal. There is good spacing between them. You don't see any uh, debris or material. You don't see them clumping or with strange shapes. What you're seeing side by side on the right hand side of your screen is the blood of a blood smear uh, from a person who took <clears throat> one of the Moderna shots. And if you'll notice, uh, before we get to those large gold tubular structures, if you notice on uh, the, the blood cells compared to the healthy ones on the left, you see they're all crumpled, they're, they're, they're not nice and round, their nuclei, they're, the middle portion looks destroyed, and they're starting to clump or aggregate to each other in, in a sticky fashion. Now the gold, uh, he calls them, Dr. Van Welbergen calls those gold uh, structures uh, tubes that they, when he magnified them even further on the regular microscope, they are actually in a tube form, and he can see the opening on either end of those. Remember, this looks strikingly like the uh, graphene oxide that we saw under the regular microscope from the Spanish researchers La Quinta Columna, where you saw that sort of folded over protein that looked like uh, that looked like it was under like a piece of Kleenex under paint, and 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 that's what this is. He's going to in investigate it further. The second picture you see, uh, which is a, a picture alone, uh, shows. Uh, the uh, a great amount of these blood cells that have totally aggregated. They're not normal. There's no space between them. And then you see this large cell that is filled with these white dots. Um, we, we believe this may very well be like a macrophage, some kind of a defensive white cell. And inside are these white tiny dots. What Dr. Van Welbergen said was that when he put a fluorescent light over this particular cell structure and saw these white dots, these white dots light up. And this is incredibly stunning, incredibly frightening. I've also provided your producers with uh, several other photos, uh, which I hope you can run through for the audience's view of other, mind you, each of these slides that I've provided uh, are from different patients in Dr. Wellbergen's practice. All of them have the common uh, trait that they did receive an injection and they were all in this particular batch, Moderna.
Uh, so, so we're very, very concerned. Stu, uh, these, this is why we know these shots, especially Pfizer and Moderna, are the cause for all these blood clots, which are causing the strokes, the heart attacks, the myocarditis, the weakness uh, in, in when it gets into the neurons, it's causing, you know, neuromuscular degenerative conditions likened to Guillain-Barre uh, and uh, uh, multiple sclerosis. All right. I just wanted you to see that. I'll make sure that you have the link. Um, up here on, it's going to be on freedomforce.live and let's call this stand up, stand up. All right. Because we've got to stand up and speak out about this. We've got to share this information with our family members, whether it's what's going on in China with the organ harvesting. And it makes me wonder if these little bright ones that you saw, if those potentially are some kind of nanoparticle that is, you know, something that they can send to a, an organ and get information and send it back, you know, like a, like a remote control vehicle. We've known they, they've done this since 1963. They put, uh, you know, these, these, uh, these chips in animals to, to see if they could control them either for, to control the people or to, to, and, or to uh, get information about their bodies. Who, knows what those things are. We're just at the beginning of finding out about that. But yeah, so I, this was a couple of weeks ago. I shared it on, I always share on Telegram, Freedom Force Battalion, um, whenever I see these types of things. And then, you know, I sometimes get a, a chance to share them on a video when I have time. All right. So this is from Nehemiah. He, he was in a similar situation. These bad guys back in the day, the elite, you know, um, globalists, whatever, back in the day, they were trying to destroy the people of God. And so he, this is what he told them. And I'm going to say the same thing to us, right? Don't be afraid of the enemy. This is in Nehemiah chapter four. Don't be afraid of the enemy. Remember the Lord who is great and glorious and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. Fight for them. Stand up for them, whether you're Bolsonaro and in in, uh, in Brazil or you know on on you know tweeting out or YouTubing out or wherever whatever you can do, emailing, texting, you know, marching, whatever you can do. While our enemies heard, when our enemies heard that we knew of their plans and that God had frustrated them, we were, we all returned to our work on the wall. But from then on, only half of my men worked, while the other half stood guard with their spears, shields, bows, and coats of mail. Okay, so what you've got here is they need to be building their walls to protect their city, to protect their families. Okay, so they've got this big job to do, just like we need to be building our society back because it's been so decimated. And so we've got work to do, but you've got to have some people who fight and some people who build. Okay, so that's what it's saying. Half the people had to stand guard and half the people were building. Okay, Um, but then um, the leaders stationed themselves behind the people of Judah who were building the wall. The laborers carried on their work and with one hand supporting the load and one hand holding a weapon. So they one, one they got they got like you know some some bricks in one hand and a weapon in the other. That they there's an old uh, book called the sword and the trowel. Sword is to fight off and the trowel is to build. That we all have that duty. And so sometimes listen what happens next. All the builders had a sword belted to their side. The trumpeter stayed with me to sound the alarm. Then I explained to the nobles and the officials and all the people, the work is very spread out. We're like, uh, you know, far from each other and we're widely separated from each other along the wall. When you hear the blast of the trumpet rush to wherever it is sounding, then our God will fight for us. So we join together and that's kind of what we're doing. We, we, you know, when, when 
you know, when Bannon puts this information out, that's the first thing I do. I'm like, okay, let's get this, let's, you know, let's go Freedom Force Battalion, let's get this information out, or about the Stu Peters or whatever. We we share this information. Well, you may specifically be working on something else that the Lord has given you to do. My job is to show how this is biblical, but we also help each other, right? So we don't just work, work in our little, our little tunnel vision. We all help and support each other, and that helps to get the, the job done so that, well, none of us get uh, decimated. All right. So, you know, something to think about as we were talking about before to pray and ask the Lord to, uh, pr- to, to guide you on, you know, on what to do for your health, but also pray on, on what to do for your, for your job. It just might be that maybe this, it may, if they're going to try to force you to take the jab, you might go, you know what? I think I'll just, I'll just pass. I'm going to, the Lord will provide another job for me. Look for something else. Look for, look in the help wanted us. If, if they're putting you in that position, Maybe that's the thing to do. Ask the Lord. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm just saying, ask the Lord and he will guide you to, so that you can, you know, because the bottom line is if this happens to your blood, no job in the world's going to help you. Right. So just ask the Lord exactly what to do. And, and maybe you can be a, you know, uh, you can say, give them a religious exemption and say, you, you know, you've got a religious exemption against it. Or I don't know. Um, that's what I did with, you know, not vaccinating my children all those years in, in school. They, they, did, they never had any jab at all. And I just handed them the religious exemption. That is actually on Freedom Force Battalion, the Telegram page. Join with us over there and um, you'll get all that kind of information. And the, so back to, yeah, Telegram. This is, um, you know, I think that what we need to do, there are a lot of people who are stuck in the matrix. They can't get the good information. They don't know where to go to get the good information. So a lot of this, we know that on Telegram and Getter, we can get good information. And and people say, oh, Getter's no good. It's good. Trust me. It's good. It's done by Miles Guo and Steve Bannon, two proven patriots. So don't listen to the fake news. It's not good. But um, maybe share this, this little picture. Don't share a, tw- a, a link. Don't type in the word telegram. They'll find you like that. They hate Freedom Force Battalion so bad. So just maybe you can just take a picture of this, uh, sh- do a screenshot and send it or you know, mash on it and save it and send it, put it on your, on your Facebook, put it on wherever you've got, whatever you have and say, look, if, you, if you're sick of being censored or seeing that so many of the people that you like to follow have been censored, why don't you come over to Telegram? You can have it on your laptop. You can have it on your, um, on your phone, get it. And so they'll join over with us. So check that out and see if you want to, to share this information with people. All right. Um, Another thing, just so you know, there's a snippet tool, snipping tool. This is I use this all the time, snipping. Let me see if I can find it so I can show it. Yeah, snipping tool. You see that snipping tool? If I see something on my screen that I like, I'll just use that snipping tool and I'll hit, you know, just, just save that image on my laptop. I do that all the time. All right, so now <laughs> I saw this really fun um, shirt that someone had made. And so I decided, well, I'll just go ahead and make one too. It's called, um, oh, goodness. I'm going to have to, let me check out the laptop. I saw this and it made me laugh out loud. So I made a shirt for us. Unvaccinated is the new sexy. (laughs) I love this. This was so fun. So I made some shirts and different things. uh, And I've also got pillows and bags and stuff. (laughs) That's a fun way to say it. We're not doing it, not doing it. I just thought y'all would like that. So you have all kinds of good stuff on there. All right. So, um, uh, if you're new here, definitely go to freedomforce.live. Definitely check out the site because we have, like I said, 500 videos showing how this is biblical. And this is, um, there's no doubt 
that this is the day. All this exposure is showing us this is the day when when um this is this is the end of them and the beginning of a thousand years of peace for us. And that's what this is about. Um, everything they lied to they lied to us about everything everything including about the end times all right so you guys pray for my laptop i think this one's going out the window <laughs> after this video all right you guys let's pray thank you so much lord thank you for uh what you are doing how you promised this in your word how you guide us uh, every minute of the day so that we can be safe and under the shelter of your wings. I thank you, Lord, that you speak clearly to us and you direct our steps. Help us to learn to tune into you and to listen and uh, and to wait until you guide us into the to the right thing and not to be led by fear. Oh, Lord, we thank you for uh, that. This is the end of them, the end times of this evil that's been going on in China all and all over the world. We thank you for all these who are rising up. We thank you for their courage. We ask you to just continue to bolster us, encourage us, and, and help us to, to help everybody we can, wherever we can. Oh, Lord, just guide us and uh, just direct our steps. Thank you for your promise that the Joel army, that we won't get in each other's way. We'll just all follow your lead, and, and that's how we're going to be set free. We thank you, Lord, and we give you praise because then we're going to have this thousand years of peace and health and wealth. And as you said in your word, we will look for our enemies and we will not be able to find them. We are ready for that day. Just give us the the, the strength to keep fighting until that day arrives. We pray all these things in your wonderful name, King Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, I love you and I will talk to you. Ah, <laughs> big face. I will talk to you later.